Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Joey Eplight. Thanks for being on the show, Joey. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Whitney. Joey is a finance student at University of Central Florida, has helped hundreds invest into real estate and other alternatives with their IRA for tax-free growth. He has helped many in real estate syndication, including Alan Schneer, access IRA funds for real estate syndication deals. Joey, thank you again for being on the show. I know this is a, a, an important topic when you're in the syndication business, and I'm looking forward to just laying out you know, just the relationship between an IRA custodian or you know somebody like yourself to somebody that's a, a deal sponsor, and then also you know just the things a passive investor needs to know when using their IRA. But first, give the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what your focus is. You know, or how long you've been in the IRA business. Sure. So, um, I mean, I'm currently still at the University of Central Florida pursuing a degree in finance. My primary interest in growing my wealth is going to be through real estate investing. So that's kind of how I got involved with self-directed IRAs. I expressed my interest in my accounting professor. and She actually pointed me to Glenn Mather, who's the owner and founder of New View Trust. So I met up with him and uh, it took me a little bit to grasp the concept of self-directed IRAs because it's just something that's not spoken about a lot. So I fell in love with the concept as soon as I heard about it and I went in with both feet. And I've been at New View for about a year and a half now, assisting investors in taking their IRA out of the stock market and putting into alternatives like real estate. Wow. So I'd like for us to focus on that relationship, or first anyway, the relationship between the syndicator and somebody like yourself that's an IRA custodian. Is that, is that a proper term for you? Yes. So self-directed IRA custodian. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Let's talk about what that should look like. So when should a sponsor contact somebody like yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so typically a sponsor will reach out to us. They've heard about the IRA component or accessing retirement funds for a real estate investment. And they want to see what the custodian has to offer as far as having investors that already use their IRA fund their deal. So as a passive third-party custodian... We can't solicit any investments and we can't recommend or endorse any investments to our clients. So the way that we offer a relationship to the syndicators is we have client networking events and also events to get in front of our clients and mix and mingle with them. And also just be a point of contact for them for any of their subsequent investors that would like to use their IRA for the offering. Okay. So when, you know, let's say I am doing numerous deals you know, I figure out, okay, I need to have some type of way for investors to use their IRA. And would I contact you? Would it be beneficial to contact you before I have a deal or does it matter if I'm in the middle of one right now? Mm -hmm. It's a lot better to do it ahead of time, just due to the timeframes with transferring IRA money over to a custodian and then processing the paperwork for the alternative investments, since we have to keep everything in record and straightforward. So it's best to establish a relationship with a self-directed IRA custodian ahead of time. It's going to help you learn about who you want to have that relationship with, depending on which custodian you choose and what they have to offer. It's really important to see what they're going to offer you as far as a relationship standpoint is 
so that you can have success in your real estate syndications. So you mentioned like uh, different things that a custodian could offer. So what are some different things that a custodian could offer that we need to know about, you know, that would differ from you to another custodian? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of custodians are, they're very passive and they're very um, kind of mechanical in the way that they operate. It's kind of like you just need to supply them with the paperwork. They'll facilitate the transaction. They're not going to take the time to get to know you for who they are and how they can help and offer more than just facilitating a transaction for them. So a good piece that you should look for in a self-directed IRA custodian, it's one that's relationship oriented. Newview Trust, we're pretty relationship oriented here. And that's how we offer a relationship for those that are raising capital. We can have a direct point of contact that's dedicated to the real estate syndicator. That way, when they're bringing over any subsequent investor that wants to use their IRA, it's a pretty straightforward process and they're always going to be able to reach someone. Also, I would ask the IRA custodian if they do any events that their clients are going to be at. To be honest, most of the IRA custodians don't have any events like that. I know that we do quarterly client networking events that our clients attend and we have sponsors for those events as well. So that's a way for us as a passive third-party custodian to um, really get investors and people offering products in front of each other in the same room since we can't promote, solicit, or endorse. So, And then we also stay in contact about, hey, what conferences are you attending? You got to go to this conference over in Seattle, you know, the PNWC conference that might be advantageous for you. So that's how we offer a relationship for the real estate syndicators. Okay. So let's go through that, I guess, the timeline or relationship a little bit. So, you know, if I have an investor, let's say I have a deal, you and I have talked and I have an investor says, yeah, you know, I'm going to invest with my IRA. You know, they're going to contact you. Like, walk me through that a little bit. What's going to happen with them? What they need to know? You know, just some things that, you know, are going to make this go more smoothly. Yeah. So uh, when the syndicator is contacting the IRA custodian to facilitate the transaction, Basically, they're going to need to know what documents they need to provide us with to facilitate the transaction. And also, I would ask, are there any disqualified parties involved with this transaction? What's the deal going to be structured like? Is this a, you know, an equity offering or investment into an LLC? Is there going to be loans for this offering? So how it's going to be structured? That way, we can pull all of the correct documentation together ahead of time before opening the account. Then once the investor opens their IRA to fund the deal, they already have the operating agreement for the LLC in place, for example, to provide the IRA custodian. And they'll be able to fill out the corresponding purchase form that they need to fill out with the IRA custodian to facilitate the transaction. So that way, all of the paperwork is in place from the first point of contact. And everyone knows what they need to bring to the table as far as documentation goes. And that's going to make it go as smooth as possible. So can I have all that documentation done, but actually not brought my money out of my, you know, the original place that it's in or, you know, however it's invested right now in my IRA, can I just have all this done? And so, you know, when I'm ready to invest in some real estate syndication, then, I, you know, I've got all this set up with you. I can just say, okay, Joey, you know, I'm ready to do this. Can I wait till then to move that money? Yeah. So I think that's actually the best thing to do is at least get the self-directed account set up, get together all the documentation that you're going to need for the transaction. Typically, it's going to be an LLC operating agreement since it's investors going into an LLC. 
the custodian is going to need to see an operating agreement or a subscription agreement for the for the entity. So it's actually best to get everything set up ahead of time. That way, when you're ready to pull the trigger with investing into the syndication deal, that's all you would need to do is submit a transfer request to your current IRA custodian for them to transfer us the funds. You can actually, most custodians, they'll pre-process a transaction for you. So if you give them the LLC operating agreement ahead of time, before you even have funds in your self-directed IRA for the transaction, all of the transaction paperwork is already going to be reviewed ahead of time. That way, when the funds get to new view, for example, from another IRA custodian, we could just pull the trigger and send the funds out for the investment. Nice. Okay. So I guess take us through a, that timeline, though. Like, How long does it normally take? How long you know, should I set aside as an investor you know, or as even as a syndicator to expect funds to be transferred? Yeah, so it depends. As far as getting the account set up and funded for an investment, accounts are set up at New View within 24 hours. And then transferring funds from an IRA custodian to another IRA custodian like New View, it depends on the custodian that's sending the funds, their timeframes. We will send the transfer request out within 24 hours of receiving it. And then the ball is in the other custodian's court to hand over the money to new view. So typically it takes around five to 10 business days. That's usually what I give as an estimate, but it could be as little as two or three days. And it'll actually make it a lot quicker if you contact your current custodian and let them know, hey, I just sent you a transfer form to transfer some money. Can you expedite this? Typically they'll transfer the funds over within a few days to your self-directed IRA. What about fees? What is this going to cost us? Mm -hmm. So account opening fee is $50. Uh, We have a $95 transaction fee for any purchase or sale of an asset. So when we're sending funds over to the LLC for the syndication deal, it's $95. And then our annual fee schedule, there's two options for that. It can either be based on your total account value or it can be a flat fee of $295 a year per investment. So if you're just opening your IRA and you just want to get into one syndicate deal with your IRA, it would be a flat fee of $295 a year from the anniversary of the investment. So that's going to be the cost, $50 to open, $95 to fund, and then $295 a year. So how does a custodian make money? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so custodians make money just by their flat fees that they charge. They don't take a percentage of the investments in the form of a commission or anything. We just gain fees from our self-directed IRA service and asset maintenance. So we have a little bit over 8,000 clients and $1.2 billion worth in client assets under management. So we get clients to performing transactions all the time, uh, purchases and sales of all types of investments. So that'll face our $95 transaction fee. And that $295 a year fee, that's per investment base. So if you were invested into two LLCs with your IRA, it would be two ninety five a year times two, and so forth. So that's how the self directed IRA custodian is going to make money. And some they'll have other fees for tax reporting and such, but our tax reporting fees, uh, reporting to the IRS, is included in our annual fee of two ninety five a year. So, what are some questions, that, say, as a passive investor, that I need to ask my custodian? You know, like how are they going to differentiate themselves from just you know another custodian? And what do I need to be asking them so I know this is somebody I want to work with? Yeah, I would ask, what is their experience with holding 
LLCs or real estate because some custodians might specialize in one thing over the other. I would ask them how long they've been around in the industry performing alternative investment custody. And also, I would ask the IRA custodian, sometimes you might be talking to just an IRA administrator that's performing the administrative work on behalf of another trust company that actually holds the asset. So Newview Trust, for example, we are Newview IRA and Newview Trust. Newview Trust is the custodial bank for Newview IRA. And Newview IRA does all the administrating and servicing for the retirement account. So everything's under one roof. Some self-directed IRA custodians, they'll advertise themselves as a self-directed IRA custodian, but really they're using a third-party trust company to uh, take custody of it. So it'll make things go a lot smoother if everything is under one roof. I would also ask how many people are employed at the self-directed IRA custodian, because typically the bigger the IRA custodian, the more mechanical the firm is going to operate. Some people might not be available to speak with when you would like to speak with them. So here at Newview, we have a little bit over 40 employees and we're able to service over 8,000 clients. So we're able to offer more of a personable service for our clients compared to other IRA custodians. You want to make sure that the IRA custodian you're going with is going to be able to stay in contact with you and answer the phone when you need them because after all, it is your retirement account. So what's going to be some common questions that you get from an individual that's used you all to invest in a you know syndication deal? Mm-hmm. Typically, it's a brand new concept to them when they find out that they can use their IRA for the offering. So they know that there's some rules and guidelines. So they want to know what are the rules? What can I do? What can I not do? Am I able to even participate in this specific syndication deal with my IRA? My primary role is educating and assisting with onboarding of clients to invest into the LLC. So I'll typically cover all of the education that's needed for the client to move forward with their investment. So typically they'll they'll ask, can I invest into this LLC? This is the name of it. Do you guys custody of it? Do you guys custody it? This is going to be how it's structured. Can we do this? How long does it take to fund? Um, and also the costs. So you mentioned earlier about the structuring of the deal, like you're gonna to need to know the structure. And why is that important? Mm-hmm. Well, it's important because if there are multiple investors going to the same deal, we want to make sure that we have the correct paperwork in hand before place. That way, when the investors arrive and supplies with the operating agreement, we can already have it approved on our platform and ready to go to send the funds out. So that would be a reason to get everything together beforehand. And also, we need to know if we're able to actually facilitate the transaction. We need the operating agreement because we need to see who is involved in the LLC. That way we know that there's no disqualified parties involved and so forth. So really it's it's all about reviewing the documents and making sure that everything was a, is within the IRS guidelines at that point. Okay. So you all are, I mean, just kind of security level there, just another eyes on the documents or some more eyes. And obviously how involved can you all be then as far as with the investor, you know, to say, oh, wait a minute, you know, this, I don't know about this offering, or this looks a lot different than we normally see. Typically, as long as the LLC is legally registered entity, and it has an EIN, we're going to be able to fund that LLC with IRA money. When the document gets to our transactions team, and they're in the review process of reviewing the operating agreement or subscription agreement, 
they're going to make sure that there are no disqualified parties involved in the transaction. Because, for example, if there was, it would be a taxable event. We wouldn't even facilitate the transaction if it was going to cause a taxable event. Even as a, as a passive investor or as a deal sponsor, do I need to know? What else should I be asking you that I haven't asked you? I would ask them if they can have a direct point of contact, you know, as far as sending investors goes, because you want it to be an easy process for the investor as well. You want them to be comfortable with using their IRA money to participate in your syndication. So it's going to be very important that you have a solid direct point of contact at that IRA custodian that's going to make the investor feel comfortable with the transaction and go forward with it. Nice. And so what's really the hardest part of this whole process or transaction? Surprisingly, the hardest part of this process is actually getting the funds from the current IRA custodian transferred over to the self-directed IRA custodian. You would think that the most difficult part of this is actually going to be funding the transaction. That process is pretty straightforward. And the processing time here at Newview for that is two business days. So it's, it's pretty straightforward there. But the other IRA custodians like Morgan Stanley or Schwab or Fidelity, they don't like seeing money under management leave. So they'll sit on your transfer request for as long as they possibly can before they release the funds over to Newview, for example. So that's the hardest part because sometimes it impedes the process. There's a specific closing date and they reject the transfer form for whatever reason. You didn't dot your I's, cross your T's, they'll reject the transfer request and you're going to have to request the transfer be sent all over again. So that's actually the hardest part of the whole process. If everything is done right in the in the first place, it's pretty smooth, but it is tough to transfer money from an IRA from one place to another. So, Joey, what's been the, the one thing that's contributed to your success this far? Honestly, I would say the networking that I've been able to do here while I'm at Newview. Being at UCF, there's a lot of networking opportunities there, but being involved here at Newview and attending all of these conferences and attending all of these RIAs, real estate investment associations all over Florida, and we're expanding all over the nation as well. I think that's where we have had the most success and what has contributed to my success as well. It's really just one relationship leads to another, leads to another. That's really the greatest part about this business that it all comes down to relationships. What's a way that you've recently improved your business that we can apply to ours? As far as like, can you give a more specific example? Or? Yeah, anything you're doing to just improve your business or, you know, maybe it's even being on the podcast or, you know, anything you're doing to just increase your business or improve it in any way. Okay. Yeah. This year we've really started focusing on being the number one provider of education when it comes to self-direction. So podcasts, this is something that we started focusing on more recently and also webinars and in-house educational classes right here in our office in Central Florida. So every other week, we started hosting an in-house educational event for our clients to get to know more about self-direction. And we also have guest speakers come into our office as well to talk about specific investments that are possible to do with your IRA. So that has really helped us kind of expand throughout the community. And we also broadcast those educational events on our Facebook page as well. 
Also, the webinars, we're starting to do those weekly, as well as podcasts. For now, we've been reaching out to people that host podcasts and getting on the show, but we hope to actually start our own podcast here soon and get a nice room set up with some microphones and headphones and have fun with it. So that's that's really been the number one thing we're focusing on this year is expanding it through podcast webinars and in-house educational events. Nice. So education and marketing and yeah, that's awesome. So is there a way that, that you like to give back? Yeah, here at Newview, um, that's one of our core values is serving others. We actually found our own charity called Chair the Love. So we donate wheelchairs to those that are in need over in um, third world countries. And I know Jason and Glenn, a lot of the missions that we go on for that, they'll go, they'll take hundreds of wheelchairs over to, I think they just recently went to Ecuador, for example, and they'll go to a school there or just a small part of the community. And those people really need help and uh, they can't even get access to a walking cane. And it's really hard touching for us to go over there and be able to wheel them over a wheelchair, put them in a wheelchair and see the, the joy that's on their face, you know, when they receive that and really makes an impact on us as an organization, as far as servicing goes. And we realize how important it is to serve others and most importantly, our clients. And that's incredible. It's a great mission. Yeah, they definitely need it. I'm glad you all can serve them in that way. And uh, Joey, how can the listeners get in touch with you, give them uh, some way to contact you and learn more about what you're doing? Sure. So I can be contacted most anytime right at my desk. My number is 407-519-9175. Or you can email me directly. That's the letter J followed by my last name, Eplite, E-P-L-I-T-E at newviewira.com. That's N-U-V-I-E-W-I-R-A.com. I can be reached most anytime. You can also visit our website as well to contact our office. Great. Joey, thank you very much for uh, being on the show. Appreciate your time and expertise, experience, and just sharing how we can use our IRA. And if we're a passive investor or if we're a deal sponsor, what that should look like and working with somebody like yourself uh, that's a custodian. And appreciate that. And I hope the listeners will reach out to you as they need that as a passive investor or a sponsor. Hope you all will go to Lightbridge Capital and connect with me. I'm happy to help you any way I can uh, if you sign up on there. And then also go to the Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show, so we can all learn and grow our businesses together from experts like Joey. And I hope you're sharing the show. I'll greatly appreciate it. And then we will talk to each of you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.